Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sharona. <laughs> Oh, you're my <laughs> And this episode is sponsored by Caesar Oliveres. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so we've come to that time where we need to already split a chapter. So what? today we will be discussing part one of chapter six of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix, the noble and most ancient house of black. So is, uh, is it just the noble and most? Yeah. Okay. And in the next episode, it's going to be Ancient, Ancient House, House of, of Black. Black. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. cool so cool, cool. make sure that you've read <laughs> part of the chapter or the whole. It's up to you. And you're ready to wander your way into the details with us. But before we begin, we have some really exciting daily profit. Nope, nope. TM. Can't say it. Weekly profit. Just kidding. Weekly profit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hold on. <laughs> Haven't you used Wander before? I don't know. I, this is where I thought I was. Okay. I don't know. It could have been a double. Weekly I mean, profit. Okay. We're constantly wandering, so <laughs> it's fine. Not all who wander are lost, Tiffany. I didn't say I was lost. Before you continue, I'd like <laughs> to shout out Ethan because it's time to griffin your doors, huffle your puffs, raven your claws, and slither in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's good. That's you amazing. You should have waited until after good. I was done. Why? What? Because we're going to start. Oh, we're going to slither somebody. right into the chat. I thought you meant after your part. I was like, Sarah, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Wait, uh, what? <laughs> okay. So, a couple of months, weeks. I don't know how long ago months. it was. It was months. Months. A couple months ago. Mm-hmm. We did an awesome interview with the Rolling Library. Like, Rolling, like JK Rolling, the Rolling Library. And not the Rolling Stones. <laughs> no. We're too busy for them. They keep asking <laughs> us and we keep saying no. Uh, Cover and photo? Nah. We're good. Oh and the article is finally out. So it's been released. I will definitely post 
the link to this so that everybody can go and download it. But it's really awesome. They talk about um, they talk about a bunch of different podcasts. They highlighted Potterless, Mugglecast, Us, Team Wizard, Fanatical Fix, and Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. Mm-hmm. And I think I got everybody. I think that was everybody. Yeah. Um, and then there's also other articles in there too, which is really cool. So. Yeah, it's like. Pages and pages and yeah. pages. And you can go onto the Rolling Library's website and you can see all their past issues and they have a lot of really cool stuff. They've also, which is really awesome, um, they have recreated J.K. Rowling's old website. Like, it's workable. Like, you can go on it and, what? like, go on mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling's old website. Really? It's really cool. Oh, I'm going to have to do that because That's I neat. didn't get to experience that the first really? time. Really? Yeah. I don't think I did either. No. I don't remember, to be I was me. obsessed with I was it. I was one of those Neopets, people. man. I was one of those people that would, like, always go to the door to see if there were any clues that had been dropped. And then, like, you had to, like, click in certain areas to, like, get the door to open. It was intense. I was, I was too busy playing Pokemon. Oh Same. yeah, that's a lie. First Jokes. of all, don't talk about my Squirtle socks. Anyways, <laughs> no, I was playing Neopets and Age of Empires. Neopets, mine was always hungry. Yeah, I mean it's your pet, so it's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, also, J.K. Rowling. Huh, are we keeping you up? Me. Yes. Are we boring J.K. You? Rowling? Did also tweet like just, just a couple, impact. maybe yesterday. That the fifth Camoran Strike book is finished. Yeah. So for people who are into that series, that's cool news. I have never read it. I don't think I have. My mom likes them. I have to talk about her other tweet, which was part of somebody else's tweet. So uh, Patton Oswalt tweeted out um, a quick video clip of him and his daughter. And they finished reading... The Harry Potter series for the first time together. And now I'm trying to find it. Oh, I saw that. Amid all of this. But she retweeted it. Okay, so Patton Oswalt. He's a comedian, if you don't know him. He was on King of Queens. Uh, I can't remember what season. He's yes. also the voice of Remy from Ratatouille. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I love he him. Yeah. He's awesome. He said, my wife walked in 15 minutes ago and caught the last moment of a two-year journey. Aww. The look on Alice's face says it all. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. And he was tearing up. And sh- his daughter was tearing up. I don't know if you saw this at all. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me cry. It was awesome. It was. I just got chills. It's a very cute Are video. Are they multiplying? Yeah. And so um, Rowling retweeted that back out. And she said, this broke my heart, but in a good way. Love to all the Oswalds. So um, is she back on Twitter? We don't know. So we'll see. I like that she finished a book, but give me something Potter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> write something different yeah. no um i don't know we'll see i don't know um and then lastly i wanted to remind everybody about our fundraiser if you purchase anything from our pride line it supports kira's top surgery so if you go to swishflickcast.com and then click pride anything in that section all of the proceeds 100 percent of the proceeds from all of the purchases in our pride section will go to him. You're wearing a brand new. I yeah. yeah, I got it. The hoodie is like a thin hoodie. In case anybody is curious, it's like t-shirt hoodie. I love it. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. The colors are perfect together on that gray. Yeah, I like the gray. Yep. That's all I got. Tiffany, is it? Look me. 
right in my eyes. <laughs> Look me in the eye. <laughs> Just the one eye? Just one eye. Arr, it's a <laughs> r- 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 recap. <laughs> oh, shiver <laughs> me timbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I was going to say it's a battle, but it's a pirate battle over <laughs> who cares for Harry more. Harry wants information about what's going on with Voldemort and what the Order's plans are. Mrs. Weasley insists he shouldn't know. Sirius insists he should know. Mr. Weasley get in on the fight and they help them meet in the middle, letting Harry ask some questions. And he finally gets some answers. Can you tell me what they are? Nope. Okay. Listen to our last episode. <laughs> Who's they? Who's us? We? What? What? Ron and Harry make their way to bed, which I was I wish I was doing right now. Ron locking the door to keep Creature out, but not the twins apparating into their room, literally on top of uh, Ron. It's a <laughs> bit harder in the dark. <laughs> um, they want to talk about like all the stuff that they learned through school and home. Just kidding. Just from the literally just the talk that they had <laughs> and what the weapon could be. They're going to speculate just like us. They want to be just like us, guys, because we're super cool. I mean, Duh. yeah. The next day that they, nope, the next day they have breakfast. The next day that they have breakfast. It's in like two weeks. Oh my gosh. Um, they have breakfast and then they help get rid of some curtains, not the curtains, but the doxies <laughs> inside the curtains. <laughs> While Fred and George keep some of them for their business their mom doesn't know, not, know about. Um, and if you need a snack, please don't ask the twins. You don't want to eat that. <laughs> They're skiving. <laughs> oh my gosh. Molly has more cleaning planned after lunch. Um, and then Harry meets the lovely creature who really has nice words for everyone. Oh, wait. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> Not so nice, creature. Not so nice. That's true. Okay. I love what I named my section because it makes me giggle. After the talk, talk. <laughs> but you know, there's also like <laughs> you have the conversation with like the group, and then you go and you're gonna have it with your friend. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. So Mrs. Weasley is looking grim, and I said, "Oh no, did she see one?" <laughs> she knew what they would be up to because obviously she knows all of these kids so well, and she knows her kids really well. So she knows that there's gonna be some chats going on. So she says, "No talking. Go straight to bed." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, they do go straight to bed. Mm, true. They're sitting in Two bed. Two of them do. Well, four of them probably. They're all sitting on a bed. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Molly thinks that Ginny might be asleep by now. And I said, I don't think she really actually believed that. Um, and neither did the kids. So if Ginny's not lying awake waiting for Hermione to tell her everything they said downstairs, then I'm a flobber worm. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't super late. So like... I also feel like she's sending them to bed at like 730. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like one of those things like, just go to bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause she's like, now you're twiddling your thumbs for two hours. She's you. stressed out. For sure. Stressful so they say, time. they say good night to her. The twins enter their bedroom. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They say good night to Molly and the twins. And then Ron and Harry go in the bedroom that they're staying in. And it says the blank picture on the wall was now breathing very slowly and deeply as though its invisible occupant was asleep and i said we now know because we've read the books spoiler alert this is phineas nigelis who is an extremely helpful person when we need him in deathly hollows it's just creepy that it it's breathing and he's not <sighs> yeah. it's pretty weird like think about it's that probably just like room. right no. out of the frame not okay you know or maybe he's like laying back lay back 
lean back. So just to get into a little bit, um, was a professor and headmaster at Hogwarts. He's snoring. <laughs> He's Phineas right now. <laughs> he is? Oh, was he just groaning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's typical Fosbear nature. So, obviously, is one of the blacks a pure blood wizard and was a member of the Slytherin house. He became one of the most, like, the least popular headmaster. He wasn't really into his profession. So, oh, I wonder well, why he did good. it then. That's why you should do what you like, love. Why do it? For the title, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's prestigious. For the status. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it says, following his death in 1925, this is the wiki, the portrait was hung in the headmaster's office, as all of them are. And in seven, we come back to this character. So, Hermione remembers that this portrait is in... Grimald place when they escape from Tottingham Court Road and they they go to number 12 and she's like oh I just forgot her oh I just remembered and she shoves the portrait in her beaded bag because she doesn't want Snape to know correct because they obviously it's at the beginning of the book we still don't know what Snape is up to so that transfer of information still wouldn't be great however Phineas, or Mr. Professor Headmaster Black, still knows who they are. So he, we find out in the Pensieve that he tells Snape that they're in the forest of Dean, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's why Snape knows to leave the Sword of Gryffindor there and send his, or cast his Patronus, rather, because he was still, he was there. Stuff just too. falls into place. But I just like this little tidbit, like this portrait's here. Mm-hmm. This is going to be used later. It's um, like a little Easter egg. And honestly, like this is a crucial character. I wouldn't want character. that kind of Easter egg. It's scary. Oh, my God. I don't want a portrait breathing while I'm sleeping in a room. <laughs> I think it'd be like white noise. It'd be nice. No. But anyways. That would be really creepy. I really enjoy how this character, however small we think it is, is just so crucial what size do you think the painting is talking about size one one danny devito oh oh that's a large portrait yeah no i figure i mean he's a black so we go big or go home i pictured like like 11 by 14 Hmm? i pictured bigger than that like 18 by 24 at least oh i literally am thinking like piece of paper size portrait portrait how big is the mona lisa 24 by 36 that's the mona lisa is like an 8 by 10 Get out of town. It's really tiny. It's little. Yeah, but I pictured that's like a nice eleven to be by weird. fourteen. It's just no, a... go big or go home. I'm talking reboot of the Gilmore Girls, Richard Gilmore size portrait. She's two and a half feet by one and one foot and nine inches. That's more. What about that's like not Magnus a regular size piece of paper from Matilda? But it's smaller than you would think. A what? Magnus size from Matilda, the painting of her dad. Oh. <laughs> I'm still sticking with 11 by 14. <sighs> How many numbers is this? We're not ringing about. <laughs> <laughs> ding. Anyways. A collective ding for all of them. Just, oh my gosh. just <laughs> keep in mind that this is really important for later on. 
And this is our He's first meeting. Back. Yeah, coming back, back to again. Black is coming back. To be a little bit of a not nice person, but also saving everybody. Because if Harry True. wouldn't have found the sword, Ron wouldn't have come back, blah, 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 blah. This might be a conversation for seven, but... <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Do you think that Phineas <laughs> we'll Nigellus... <laughs> Phineas Nigellus only talked to Snape because he thought that Snape was on the bad side, so he was like, oh, I'm going to tell you where they are. Do we know that? Like... I don't think so. Oh, no. Phineas knows he, he knows He knows yeah. everything because yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. the office. True, yes. true, true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So he was there for all Dumbledore, all their conversation. He Very knows true. everything about Harry. True. And his role in this wizarding world. True. true. World war. <laughs> true. <laughs> Happy Monday. Creepy. Having people listening on the conversations. How many headmasters have there been? A lot. Yeah, well, the whole wall's full, you know. <laughs> anywho, anywho, rather, Ron tells Harry they can't let the owls out every night to hunt because it would look suspicious. Ron bolts the door shut, which was weird to Harry, and then he tells him why. It's because Creature does some interesting things at night. So the he said, the first night I was here, he came wandering in at three in the morning. Trust me, you don't want to wake up and find him prowling around your room. Another creepy thing that would happen. Anyways, he said... So he gets into bed, Ron, that is, settles into his covers, turns to look at Harry in the darkness, and Harry can see his outline by the moonlight filtering th- in through the grimy window, and he goes, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I could just see him, like, like, getting snug and be like, what do you reckon? I like how it was, like, italicized in the book, too. Like, yeah. what do you reckon? It reminds me of, like, when I, um, back in the day, when I shared a room with my sister and she wasn't there and I had sleepovers with friends, so, like, they'd be in her bed and I would be in mine talking even though like we were really supposed to be sleeping like it's usually my cousins and i then we get in trouble because we would be like throwing ice cubes at each other sounds weird but like we'd be like talking to each other like from different beds or eating sugar cubes this is what this <laughs> reminds me of sugar cubes what are you a horse yeah <laughs> i wouldn't do it now i also wouldn't throw ice cubes at each other now but well maybe i would i'd they throw an hard. ice cube we had fun times <laughs> my sister and i would do shadow puppets because when we shared a room oh that freaked me out Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things scared me as we a child. We did like typical sleepover stuff. Do you remember when we froze yes. that one girl's bra? We used to do that too. I love how you're like, yes. No. Like, you weren't there. No, like, yes, that's what we did. Like, yeah. growing up, like, well, that. I only did that once because, like, I'm not into shenanigans and I usually would be the first police person. Mm, no, that's a lie. Although, the one time I slept over my friend's house, she had like a party for her birthday. And I was like the third last person to fall asleep. And the next day they were telling me that um, they were trying to put my foot in uh, like a bowl. Like we had like a bowl full of ice that melted. So it was like ice water. And they were like, every time we like got close to taking your sock off, you'd move. And like I'd suck my hand out and I'd move it back. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Anyways, so Ron, of course, is referring to the conversation that they had in the kitchen. And Harry pretty much feels like they didn't tell them anything that they couldn't have guessed. The order's trying to stop people from joining Voldemort. Ron freaks out at the name. Harry's over it. (laughs) And then the twins apparate into the room right onto Ron's knees. And apparently... I feel like that's hard to impress in the dark. What, like right onto the knees? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. Happy accident. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Couldn't have felt good. 
So the only piece of newish information was the weapon that Sirius was not supposed to mention. So they start speculating what it could be. Ron is luckily not holding his wand when he mentions that nothing could be worse than the Avada Kedavra curse. (laughs) I disagree. Well, I mean, we've talked about this before at length. Like, there are worse things than, like, as Dumbledore says, than death. So it's suggested that maybe it could kill a lot of people at once. Maybe it's really painful, but they already have the Cruciatus curse for that. So they start to wonder now who has the weapon, hoping it's on their side. They think if um, they do have it, then Dumbledore must be keeping it safe, probably at Hogwarts. Ron thinks it's big. What is this, Sorcerer's Stone? I know. (laughs) But size doesn't necessarily represent power. George tells us that, you know, Ginny's pretty good at the bat bogey hex, and she's small. (laughs) We're going to get into good Ginny talk. I'm so excited for that. I love Ginny. She's pretty Bob's apron, (laughs) you know? She is. So if you don't know what the bat bogey hex is, it was invented by Miranda Goshawk, and the incantation is not known, but it turns the target's bogeys, boogers, into large black bats that Ooh. fly out of their nose. It's terrifying. How long, how long does it last? I don't. Let me read this. So this is a quote from Miranda Goshawk herself. However, when a person's bogeys turn into black bats, which crawl out of their nostrils and flap away, you can generally count on them shutting up long enough for you yeah. to take for you to talk for a change. So I find this amusing. You can do the bat bogey hex in uh, Lego Harry Potter. I thought you were going to say Orlando and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Lego Harry Potter. I don't know That's what awesome. Lego is. Who's Harry Potter? What? Guys. He's a wizard, but what's a wizard? Nothing. What's a wizard with you? <laughs> so this Shh. actually comes up later on, though. Sorry to semi interrupt you. And she's just, you know, keep going. It's nothing that you haven't done before. <laughs> 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 so this comes up later on in the book. Like I like this is another Easter egg. Like it's she uses it on she being Ginny uses it on Malfoy in Umbridge's office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when they're captured, um, when Ron Longbottom, Longbottom, Neville, Longbottom, who am I, Snape? Jeez, and Luna. And then on a second occasion, she used it on Zachariah Smith, who's annoying her on the Hogwarts Express. She's BA. Okay, you can start. Okay, <laughs> shh. Molly's outside. Okay, she's listening. So they can tell that Molly is lurking uh, and <laughs> the twins apparate back to their room because Molly is heading back upstairs to check on them. Wouldn't she hear the crack? I would think so. Here's the thing about that. Why? I think it's a large crack when the person's not as good at it yet. Because Dumbledore pops. She? True. Maybe everyone has a different kind of cracking poppy noise. Dobby cracks too, though. So I wonder if like elf magic has like, do you snap, crackle, or pop? Because his is so like. But when truly I, though, like, what if those are the three things? Snap, crackle, pop. And you don't yeah. know what the sound is going to be until For you real. do it. So and then I, the better you get, the better the sound. I I feel like the house elf crack because their their apparition to me is more powerful than a wizard's because Dobby can do. All sorts of things. What Dobby wizards can't. Do. 
for example, Malfoy Manor's cellar, he can get in there, and it is a, lo- a loud crack. Do it they call it a cellar? I don't Probably. know. It just reminds, it makes me think of a, a dungeon. Well, it technically felt like one for them. Do you know what I mean? So I wonder if the level of ability matches the sound. Because, like, if I were to apparate, I wouldn't want it to be a loud crack. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they're just learning. They just got their That's- license. So I agree with you. No, I agree oh, with you. Oh, I was like, what are we arguing about? <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder, though, with, like, Dobby snap crackling and popping into new places is like just um like the wards or something on these places like they don't think that they they think that house elves are so beneath them that they don't have to worry about them you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i like what is happening on discord do you see that no and said tilly they're operating into a dark room fred and george were just guessing where the beds were. Maybe if you can't clearly picture where the location, what the location looks like at the current moment, the sound gets louder. That would make sense for Dobby. He doesn't know where he's apparating. Mm-hmm. Harry just asks for help. Yeah. Yeah. He's just thinking of Harry and apparating. When, right? when, when Dobby apparates into Privet Drive or out of, does he apparate out? He apparates out of Privet Drive. I wonder where he was going. I don't know. Where are you going? I don't know. I'll put a pebble in my shoe and watch me walk. Yep. So I don't know. Thoughts to think. Continue the Sounds to hear. (laughs) All right. Well, the twins apparate with a loud crack. And the conversation was pretty much over. Um, So they all begin, meaning they all, meaning Ron and Harry, (laughs) (laughs) begin to go to bed. And Harry drifts off into a dream. And we know that his dreams usually mean something, so no. I did a little research, but let me read you what his dream was. In fact, many-legged creatures were cantering softly up and down outside the bedroom door, and Hagrid, the Care of Magical Creatures teacher, was saying, beauties, aren't they, eh, Harry? We'll be studying weapons this term. And Harry saw that the creatures had cannons for heads and were wheeling to face him. Mm. He ducked. So, there was a website called Harry Potter for Seekers.com. Give me it. Give me it. And they say Harry's vision tells him he is the person whom Voldemort plans to use the weapon he is seeking against long before Harry learns that this is a fact. Because the creatures are moving to point the cannons at him and shoot him. Mm, so he ducks. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. Seer. You're a seer, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did um, there. Oh. So then there's a little bit more. So another website, the Lexicon actually has a whole article on Harry's dreams, which I believe that we've used before for like our Harry's a seer stuff. But um, they're talking about this specific dream and they say cantering is something either centaurs or thestrals might be expected to do. And both are later involved with the battle of the Department of Mysteries. Centaurs in both the confrontation with Umbridge and the Fountain of Magical Brethren, thestrals as transportation to the battle. Man. So. I knew Potter it was something. Yeah. I knew it thought was that was something. really neat. Um, so the next thing he knew, George was waking them up. Breakfast and cleaning the drawing room were on the agenda that day. And there's an infestation of doxies and a nest of dead puffskins. What do you think they draw in the drawing room? I was going to ask, what is the purpose of a drawing room? Like, what does it mean? It's like I think it's like a sitting room. They draw the curtains back. Oh. Yeah. 
Is it like one of those like living rooms that you don't actually ever go in? Like one of those types I'm of sure rooms. That house has a lot of those. Yeah. <clears throat> like my grand, like my grandma had a room. Goes, it's for fancy folk. <laughs> <laughs> so nappy. On, on the good old La Google, um, a drawing room is a room in a house where visitors may be entertained in a historical term for what would now be usually be called a living room. Oh. My Do you know why it's called the living room? Because I used to put dead bodies there and lay them out. Before there was like funeral homes for that type of thing, you'd be laid out in your own house. Okay, I would People really would like to you. start calling mine something else. Um, <coughs> okay, so doxies. <laughs> they were Wait, giant pictures a, of them? Did I you? had a friend who called like the front room in her house the French room. That was like. Oh, I feel like, like my grandma did that. Foyer, I think. But she also room? called yeah. it, like her Foyer. her um, couch a, a, Davenport. a Davenport. Yeah. yeah. And I remember she said something, and I'm like, what? You know, my grandma used to call her purse as a pocketbook. Yeah, I hear that a lot. And yeah. then she used to talk about like her, the dog had to have a BM, and I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I distinctly remember being like by the Davenport, and my grandma said that I was like, what? Go get my pocketbook off the Davenport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the dog out for a BM. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so doxies are often mistaken for fairies, though it is quite they're quite a separate species. So like the fairy, it is a minute human form though in the doxy's case it's covered in thick black hair and has an extra pair of arms and legs the doxy's wings are thick curved and shiny much like a beetle's and they're found throughout northern europe and america preferring cold climates and that is a direct quote from newt scamander himself in fantastic beasts and where to find them who Scamander. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, doxies are also sometimes referred to as biting fairies. Oh. Um, they do like to nibble. Mm-hmm. That's rude. I mean, they, if they like it. Their venom is highly poisonous, and they bury their eggs underground. And doxy queens, it kind of sounds like bees, <laughs> right? Doxy okay. queens can lay up to 500 at once, and the eggs generally hatch in two to three weeks. Yes, well. queen. <laughs> <laughs> Dox queen. Dox queen. Dox queen. <laughs> um, they're considered pests. They can infest houses, taking up residence in the draperies, as we see here. Removing them requires a good supply of doxyside. Alternatively, they can be dispatched with a simple knockback jinx, as doxies are particularly vulnerable to it, excluding the queens, which were more resistant. I thought you were going to say, oh, just lost it. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry <laughs> no, no it's okay um then also puff skeins are is that that thing that you guys have that's purple that's a no pick that's puff. a pygmy puff so they're different sorry so a puff skein <laughs> is a small magical beast covered in soft fur and spherical in shape what does that mean it's a circle thank you it is a popular <laughs> wizarding pet found worldwide that oh. does not object to being cuddled or thrown about. Um, um, the <laughs> collective noun used to refer to a group of puff skeins is a poofle. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> fluffy! How cute. Um, they are scavengers. They eat anything from leftovers to spiders, but it Ooh. particularly likes to use its long, thin, pink tongue to eat wizards' bogies while they sleep. <gasps> It's like Yoshi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is easy to care for. (laughs) It's easy to care for. Do you think it really likes the bat pokey eggs? Probably. It makes it more interesting to catch. (laughs) 
Um, they're easy to care for, and they're known to emit a low humming sound when they are content. Uh, they purr. Sh- yeah. Shaved or trimmed with a clipper, puff skin hair has magical properties and is useful as a potion ingredient, such Ooh. as in Zygmunt Budge's variation of the laughing potion, which requires a few handfuls. Mm. Um, Does he love to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> so, as Sarah mentioned before, she asked if it was the same thing as a pygmy puff, and it's not. It is related to the pygmy puff. I was going to say, are they cousins? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, like sort cool. of. So a pygmy puff is basically a miniature puff skein. Um, they're bred by Fred and George. Like, they created them and they're oh sold at God, Weasley Wizard Weezes. They're so darn crafty. Right? What um, are they bred no. with? I, I don't I don't know. Maybe just breed the tiny ones until they get super tiny. Mm. Um, it says it's one of their most popular products as George said they were having trouble breeding them fast enough for the demand Ginny bought a purple pygmy puff named Arnold in Half-Blood Prince and baby pygmy puffs are also on sale at the Magical Menagerie they are I love the name Arnold for like that's just just like a (laughs) Mm -hmm. not what you think name name you know yes I really want to get a dog named him Paul (laughs) that's cute elevate animals with real people names yeah like, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to get a snuggle Paul all night. You would. I could take Paul for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Bud Steaks for me and Paul. I got to buy Paul some kibble. <laughs> kibble. Uh, you know, Paul doesn't really carry his own, own weight around here, you know? But he is cute. She had to wash Paul the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Paul needs to be groomed. <laughs> uh, wash okay. Paul's paws. <laughs> <laughs> One more little fun fact is that if you remember in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Newt mentions Appaloosa Puffskins. He, that's why he came to New York. He's like, there's only one breeder of Appaloosa Puffskins in the world, and he lives in New York. That's what he's saying to Tina whenever she's like taking him in. Ah. Um, Appaloosa Puffskins are a breed of Puffskin illegally bred by only one breeder in the world working in New York until 1925. We shut that guy down months ago. Yeah. So... It says he did lie to Tina whenever he was explaining why he was in New York. Um, he was actually in America to free a trafficked Thunderbird. Hmm. So, half an hour later, Harry and Ron, who had dressed and breakfast quickly, entering the drawing room, a long, high-ceilinged room on the first floor with olive green walls covered in dirty tapestries. The carpet exhaled little clouds of dust every time someone Ugh. put their foot on it, and the long, moss-green velvet curtains were buzzing as though swarming with invisible bees. It was around these that Mrs. Weasley, Hermione, Fred, Ginny, George were grouped. <laughs> I said that wrong, sorry. All looking rather peculiar, peculiar as they had tied cloths over their noses and mouths. Each of them was also holding a large bottle of black liquid with a nozzle at the end. You guys ready? it's like sheldon in the the, where he has like the spray i've never sheldon from uh big bang theory i don't like big bang theory sorry you don't like good things apparently gosh i feel like that's an old person show (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'll take it i know i'm old heart spirit like that's a show that like only my parents generation watches (laughs) That is false. (laughs) Get out. Sorry. We're over. You can start. It's fine. Thank you. you. Okay. So the direction was to cover your face and spray. They were using Doxy's side. And Mrs. Weasley said she's never seen an infestation this bad 
what that house elf's been doing for the last 10 years. 10. Hermione didn't really appreciate that comment. Big surprise. Spew forever. <laughs> Spew will never Katie, die. It's S-P-E-W. Excuse me. You are correct. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, she tries to make an excuse for Creature saying like, you know, he's kind of really old, but Sirius cuts her off. And he says, you'd be surprised what Creature can manage when he wants to. He's also carrying a giant bloodstained bag of what appears to be a dead rats, which is what? weird at first. But then he's like, I was just feeding Buckbeak. So we get to find out what happened to Buckbeak. He's he living at number 12. Beaky. And he's living up in <laughs> Mrs. Black's old bedroom. Like, <laughs> how great. She's probably rolling in her grave thinking about this hippogriff in her Too room. Bad. So She's sad. Stewing in her portrait. Mm-hmm. And as Tiffany put in the notes, suck it, wench. <laughs> oh, goodness. So Sirius is pretty sure, if you remember, I think from last chapter, that they were talking about something bumping around in the writing desk. So he thinks it is a boggart. But just to be sure, they're going to ask Mad-Eye to look at it with his Mad-Eye to be 100% sure <laughs> that it isn't something darker because Sirius kind of warns Mrs. Weasley, like, yeah, I don't really know what's going on in this house. Yes. But how would they see it if he's looking into a dark, like, space? If it's in the desk, like in the desk drawer, there's no light in there. And if it's already dark in there and then something's dark, how's he going to see it with no light? I don't know. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to all things. So but just like, how can he see a bogart? He's the only one that knows that it looks like a little gray ditto. I don't know what a ditto is. Get out. Right. Seriously? <laughs> the squirtle on my socks is offended. You know I can name five Pokemon. We've been through this. Now six with ditto. <laughs> I just think it's fun that you say Pokemon. You know oh I say God. things wrong. Pokemon. What I, I used to say um, The guy in my work says Pokemon. Is it Borat? How do you say it? Borat. Borat. <laughs> if you want to talk about old people... <laughs> It's not me. <laughs> I'm just saying Discord was kind of on my side. Discord. <laughs> Whatever. On what? Bogarts? What? No, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's a Bogart. <laughs> oh. oh goodness. Just do a little r- 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 oh. recap of what a Bogart is. That's not how I said it. What would a bogart say today? So there are shapeshifters that usually lurk in dark spaces that apparently Moody can see through, even though there's no light. It has no definite <laughs> form, taking the shape of, of that which is most feared by the person who encounters it, when not in the sight of a person, is believed to look like a dark blob or a gray ditto. Ditto. It's actually from that is website. That a so fact. Yeah, yeah, a gray ditto. Yes. No, like that. It's a dark blob. It's just a blob. <laughs> yeah. That's what the wiki said. Okay. It's just believed to look. Nobody Do knows. you believe in dark diddle blobs? <laughs> no. <laughs> that should be the chapter title. You have to type it in. I typed in Dox Queens. Oh, what did I I like that too. I like Dox Queens. What do you want? Dox Queen. But it should be spelled with a K. Yeah. Okay. Mm. What? Mm. All right, so the two of them, Mrs. Weasley and Sirius, were talking very politely, which was unnatural for them. So, like, Harry could feel the tension from the conversation from last night. And then, saved by the bell. I didn't know Zach Morris was here. (laughs) It's not the new class. (laughs) A loud clanging bell sounded from downstairs, followed at once by the 
Whoa, that's a cacophony. Big word. Thank you of screams and wails that had been triggered the previous night by Tonks knocking over the umbrella stand. I keep telling them not to ring the doorbell," said Sirius exasperatedly, hurrying back out of the room. They heard him thundering down the stairs as Mrs. Black's screeches echoed up through the house once more. Stains of dishonor, filthy half-bleeds, blood traitors, children of filth. I loved it. Why don't he... Why don't he... Why doesn't he put that sign on the door being like, you know that moms don't do not... They're like, if you wake this kid yeah. up, like, I will hunt you oh, down. I thought, gonna, I thought you said put a sign that says, you know how my mom is. <laughs> <laughs> you know how my mom is. Don't ring this doorbell. On oh pain of death. Oh my gosh. Oh. So Harry takes his time closing that door because he wants to see who was stopping by number 12. So the screaming stopped. So clearly Sirius got his mom under control and he opened the door and it's Kingsley Shacklebolt. And he came in saying, Hestia's just relieved me. So she's got Moody's cloak now. Thought I'd leave a report for Dumbledore. He can Moody f- has a cloak? Mm-hmm. He can feel... Do you think he puts his hood up and is moody like Megan when she wears her hood? Yes. Yeah extra mood today you know you've been very pleasant since it's been off oh here we go it's like horcrux here we go here we go, here we go again won't you wear it's a up. locket i have it in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> there's a locket in my pocket so harry can feel mrs weasley's eyes burning into the back of his head pretty much so he regretfully shuts the door and rejoins the doxy party can you just see this though <laughs> yes. i just imagine like so picture this it's ha- a close-up of Harry. He's clear, and he's, like, slowly shutting the door. <laughs> and in the background, it's blurred out, but you just see Molly, like, standing <laughs> there, like, waiting. I love that. <sighs> what do you think a doxy party would be like? Do you think it'd be, like, a rave? Well, they all have, like, the masks on. <laughs> every, every bass beats a spray. Yes. <laughs> and then the, the actual beat is the doxy hitting the ground. <laughs> I'd party with Doxies. Ain't no party like a Doxie party. Because Doxie party don't stop. What? What? (laughs) You usually weren't like this on Friday. I know. I need to go to to bed. It's a good Monday. It's a good Monday. Mrs. Weasley is taking directions out of Gilderoy Lockhart's guide to household pests. But can we be real? The information there is good. It well, is. Because it's not his. It's Amen. stolen. It's stolen from credible people. Oh, and she doesn't want stolen goods in this house. Molly. Molly. Excuse me. She tells them you have to be careful with doxies because they do bite and their teeth are poisonous. No worries. She has the antidote just in case. And she tells them to spray them with the doxy side, which will paralyze them, and then throw them in the bucket. <laughs> How long do you think the doxy oh. side lasts? Apparently a long while. Long, long enough hour, for them to get them hour. out. Where do you take them? Yeah, how do you get rid of them? Yeah, you just like dump them outside. Is it moita? Open the door and throw them out? I doubt it. You're not in a muggle neighborhood. Well, it's not your problem anymore. What if Buckbeak eats them? Oh, he might Ooh. be able to. That's a quick fix. Yeah. it's a good munch munch for the buck buck. okay my thoughts are a little darker but along those same lines i was just gonna say you know start a fire throw them in (laughs) i too was gonna say that (laughs) katie and i are appalled (laughs) that was a doxy party (laughs) (laughs) maybe okay imagine you know how they have those like things that you can put in bonfires that make them go different colors (gasps) what if you throw a doxy in and it changes the color for a second 
<laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah, killing a creature so cool. They're pests. Oh, so boy. are bees, but they're very helpful. I like yeah. to kill centipedes in my no. Time. Wasps <laughs> are pests. Bees are harmless. Bees? I mean, I've gotten stung by a bee, so I wouldn't call them harmless, and I wasn't doing anything. I highly doubt that. I literally laid in my bed. Look at you over there. I literally you. laid down in you my bed something. and, get stuck, <laughs> and <laughs> get stung by a bee in my bed in my old house That's growing terrible. up. I was stung by a wasp in my bed. Yeah. Wasps are not kind. Correct. They mean. I was in high school and I cried a little bit. I won't lie. Well, yeah, it hurts. Yeah. And then I was mad at my dad because there was a hole in my wall and that's how the bee got in. It was fixed shortly afterwards. <laughs> Sounds like a Sounds like an O'Malley thing. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> it's fine. Sarah got stuck with me. She's fine. I'll fix it next week. Two now he does later. not sound like that. <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> anyway, Fred almost gets caught stealing one of the doxies that he sprayed. Um, Mrs. Weasley's kind of like, what are you doing? Throw it in the bucket. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he <laughs> just manages to pocket it. Um, so the twins want to experiment with doxy venom for their skiving snack boxes. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we're hearing about these. So they're a range of sweets to make you ill, but just ill enough to get you out of class when you feel like it. They're double-ended, color-coded chews. Example, if you eat the orange half of the puking pastel, you throw up. Once you've been rushed out of your lesson, you swallow the purple half, and you're restored, quote, enabling you to pursue the leisure activity of your choice during an hour that would otherwise have been devoted to unprofitable boredom. Can I just let everyone know high school Sarah would have loved this because Sarah didn't yeah. do her homework a ton. So I would fake being sick to get out of that class to do your homework. For no, that I class. wouldn't. I would lay in the nurse's office and then I'd just miss the whole like oh lesson. My God. You're my worst nightmare. <laughs> I didn't do it a crazy time, but I did do it enough that like, yeah. Or I just fake sick I, to the point I'd go. I home. did it. I did something really bad one time. What did you, you do? do? So, I was just waiting for you guys to ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, so there was this, like, huge assignment that was, like, weeks long. And we had to turn it in. And (laughs) the class is, like, it's going to be next period. And all of a sudden, I noticed people getting their, like, I think it was, like, a map or something. It was some, like, workbook thing. Was this in high school? It was in in seventh or eighth grade. I can't remember. Um... So I see people getting this out and all of a sudden it hit me like a ton of bricks that I left this worksheet on the kitchen table. It was done. I had it finished, but I forgot to put it in my backpack. Okay. And the teacher that I had was not kind, okay. like would not have given, you know, a care in the world two shakes about it. and a lamb tail that I left it at it's- home. <laughs> I used it nice my time, own way. <laughs> it's like two shakes and here's a lamp <laughs> So I immediately go up to her. I, I immediately go up to her and I'm like, I really, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I, I really need to go to the office. I need to go home. And she's like, okay. So I hurried and I called my mom. She didn't answer. I called my dad. He didn't answer. I called my mom again. She didn't answer. I called my dad again. He didn't answer. So then I called my great aunt. Oh my Lord. Well, she's like, <laughs> she like lived with my grandma, but she's the one that drove. So it's like, she was like my aunt. Okay. And I, <laughs> she came to pick me up. I was like, I'm really sick. I need you to come pick me up. I like, I really don't feel good. I'm going to throw up. And then I felt so bad because she picks me up and 
then we get back to the house and she'd made like a bed for me in the living room and like it was all ready for me and I was like Aunt Terry, I'm really sorry. I need to confess to you that I'm not sick. I just didn't have a homework assignment. Oh. <laughs> and she felt so bad for me. She just like made me tea. Oh my gosh. You know what I will say though? I think because nice. when I was in grade school that I didn't, didn't always put my all in it. A friend and I had a project due together and we worked our tails off on this project. And it had to be like a diorama thing. And we did it mistakenly i guess with play-doh so like by the time it dried it like cracked and like the teacher was like this isn't like basically like we didn't get a great grade on it even though we worked our tail off because she like was like it was cracked and whatever else and i'm like that's not fair so i'm like oh well that's terrible i'll never work hard again oh my god (laughs) oh my god but anyway, moral of the story, kids, do your homework. Make yeah. sure you have it in your backpack. <laughs> that was the yeah, worst don't. feeling in the world because even after <laughs> I knew that I was going home, I still had to go back into that classroom to get my book bag and I was terrified she was going to ask me to turn it in before I left. So I ran to my locker as fast as I could and just zoomed out of there before she even had a chance to say a word to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but guess what? I turned it in the next day and all was well. <laughs> kid problem. you want to hear something i did in hair school we had a big project due where we had to make our own salon and like do a whole business plan and that was the only day i ever missed in hair school because i didn't do it <laughs> oh my God. so that was the only that was the only class that i didn't get 100 percent in that like because they do them in sections mm-hmm. because i had to turn i well, i didn't turn it in late i didn't turn in anything because it was just due that day and like then the next time was a test and it was it but yeah well, good for you. <laughs> you guys. Story time with Megan and Sarah. Yeah. Do your homework. Don't don't be like me. I always do my homework. So do I. Tiffany's like, God, I hate kids like you. <laughs> <laughs> I had another teacher once that was mad that I didn't have my homework, so she made me stay up at the board and do all of the problems like that we were doing. Like it was just me. Mm, that's it terrifying. was math class though, so it wasn't hard. It's a different for me. If it was a different day back then, you know what I mean? People she, didn't really a lot of teachers think did not care for me. I wasn't like a bad student that. or anything, but not nice. <laughs> didn't do my homework. Um so Katie Tell me about this joke shop. Sure, no problem. So these puking pastels, they still need work because their testers, a.k.a. Fred and George themselves, are having trouble stopping puking long enough to swallow the purple ends. Um, so they take testing in turns. George did the fainting fancies. They both tried the nosebleed nugget. Nougat? Nougat. <laughs> Nougat. And George says that uh, Mrs. Weasley thought they'd been dueling. <laughs> so Harry's like, does that mean that the joke shop is still on? And Fred says that they haven't got a chance to have, like, actual premises yet. Um, but right now they're running it as a mail order service at the moment. So they put ads out in the Daily Prophet last week. And George says, all thanks to you, mate. And he assures Harry Mrs. Weasley doesn't have a clue about it at all. So he, And she doesn't know that it's tied to Harry. And that she doesn't read the Prophet anymore because of how it's been telling lies about Harry and Dumbledore. So she's finally swept that under the rug. Don't they know that they must not tell <laughs> lies? Not yet. Not yet. Mm. It's not ingrained. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not inscribed yet. No. <coughs> In blood. Ouch. In my blood. <laughs> the D doxying took most of the morning, and it was past <laughs> midday before Mrs. Weasley or Weasley sank into the armchair, only to spring back up because she accidentally sat on the bag of dead rats. Oh, <laughs> sorry about so your gross. snack, Beaky. <laughs> So she says after lunch, they'll tackle the cabinets, which has a bunch of weird stuff in it. There's rusty daggers. <laughs> there's claws. There's a coiled snake skin. Cool. Tarnished silver boxes and an ornate crystal bottle with a large opal stopper, which Harry thinks is 
full of blood. Ugh. Or okay. red wine. Or what red kind of claws wine? do you think? I say dragon. Sharp. <laughs> mm. Okay. No, that's Sharp's valid. poisoned. That's Sharp valid. and poisoned. Hmm. Uh, manticore. Ooh. You can't say that. A former house elf. <gasps> <gasps> Probably. <laughs> claws same hands. If they don't cut their fingernails, you don't know. Could be claws. I'm going to go with that. So the doorbell rings. And Mrs. Weasley tells them to stay there. And then she'll bring up sandwiches. Kind of sandwiches. I don't, we never know. So speaking of snakeskins, <laughs> did anybody see the post in the group? Oh, that really long snake? It was a black, a black mamba. Oh. No. I didn't see it, it. It doesn't scare me because it was a picture. But she was right in front of a black mamba and she thought it was cool. I was like, and what's she, wrong with you? She oh lived to tell another tale. I mean, first of all, <laughs> I thought that they were black. Are they okay. Not? It's like a blue gray. Huh. Second of all, apparently the little ones. Let me tell you, this thing was not little. The little ones are blue gray. Get out of here. It was pretty long. It was, it was huge. Well, how long was it? It was huge. How, how, many, DeVito's? Huge. how many DeVitos are we Probably having? two DeVitos, okay? It was probably like one DeVito. It was I probably one DeVito, you but are still. out of control right now. <laughs> no. No. Oh. No. All right. Hey, Mamba. Mamba, black one. Hey, Mamba. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go home. Black. She saw a black Mamba. Tell it's me again, what did you see? Deadliest Where snake in the at? world. Like in, in the wild? South Africa. I don't know. Have you ever met some Slytherins? They're pretty deadly. <laughs> what is this? She saw the snake. deadliest snake in the world and she was like, it was cute. They are kind of cute. I mean, snakes Ma'am. can be pretty cute. I made Alana a little snake out of Play Doh and she was very happy. She was going, <laughs> So, yes, I did also read that. Apparently, the, I thought the black mambas were black, but it's actually their mouth that's black. You better mm. get. On your game, just in case one ever like crawls out of the sewer in downtown Klee and says, "Megan," <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't speak parcel tongue, so she can't hear it. Oh, I do. Hashasa, please. Yeah, you don't know. Throwback. <laughs> Molly is finally out of the room. Oh, okay. Black and they all run to the window to see Mamba. who's at the doorstep because you know it rang. Did, were you done? I'm just saying black. No, Mamba. I'm asking. She Katie. was done. Yes, oh. yes. I'm sorry. And then I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't remember her saying something about the doorbell ringing. I'm like, I think I interrupted her. She actually <laughs> rang a bell, actually. So Molly's out of the room. And of course, as any curious child slash I totally would do this, ran to the window to see who was on the doorstep. And it's our good favorite person, Mundungus. He's got a, dun- a, dunch, a bunch of cauldrons. Hmm. Cauldrons. Psst, they're stolen. And then Harry <laughs> mentions that... That's what Mondungus was doing when he left Harry the other day. He was probably looking for somewhere to hide them because, you know, they're stolen. They're hot cauldrons. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song that uh, Celestina Warbeck sings about? Oh, hot a cauldron, cauldron full, full of, of love. Hot, strong hot love. cauldron full of hot, strong love. Yeah. Right in time for Valentine's Day. Ooh. Mm. So Fred and George then go to listen at the door because, you know, again, I would do that as well. So they hear Mundungus is talking to Sirius and Kingsley, and they are thinking about getting their extendable ears so they can like basically risk it and listen in. But then Molly's yelling about the fact, <clears throat> yelling at Mundungus, basically. And I'm sure, because I'm sure Sirius is like, yeah, I don't care what you store here. But Molly was like, no, like mm-hmm. this might be your house, but like I'm in charge because like don't tempt me. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> Think about how she kills Bellatrix. Don't tempt me, right? 
So she's yelling about how they are not um, running a hideout for Mundungus' stolen goods. And so Fred's basically very happy to hear that someone else is getting yelled at by Molly and not himself. And I feel that on a personal level. <laughs> I love, I don't love it when my siblings are in trouble, but I liked it's it more satisfying. so than me getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then George comments how, you know, they're really letting her go get into her stride. They really should kind of like, because she, she continued to yell at Mundungus, how they should try and stop her. Otherwise, she could go on for hours. Uh, and basically, she's got a lot of pent up aggression and um, aggravation towards Mundungus after what he did to Harry. And she's ready to go off yeah. on him. Uh, and then, you know, of course, the yelling has woken up Sirius' Are you mom. Stewie Griffin? <laughs> well, you read a little now. Your voice keeps uh, getting higher. Are you talking about Harry Potter? You uh, want to talk about some cauldrons? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the yelling has woken up Sirius' mm-hmm. mom again. And so they really aren't able to hear anything else besides, you know, the garbage that she's spewing. Um, and then, like, they'd open the door crack to, like, listen better. And they op- um, and they so before they can close the door to listen in on the yelling and hopefully kind of hear, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, they're trying to close the door. Little house elf sneaks in. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's he? Who could he be? He be- and then he, sle- he sleeps in. He sneaks in. All right. So I'm going to read from the book. <laughs> <laughs> that better be an outtake. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I'm dumb. My face hurts. <clears throat> it's too much laughing. Except for the filthy rag tied like a loincloth around its middle, it was completely naked. It looked very old. Its skin seemed to be several times too big for it and thought it was uh and though it was bald like all house elves there was a quantity of white hair growing out of its large bat-like ears it's kind of cute its Mm -hmm. eyes were bloodshot and watery gray (laughs) and its fleshy nose was large and rather snout like cute (laughs) it reminds me of like a hairless cat okay but they're like really cute no those are cute what is that that freaky thing (laughs) It's Creature the House Elf. <clears throat> what? You never heard that? What is that? That freaky thing. It's a naked mole rat. It's oh, really impossible. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rufus. Uh, I had such a cross on. Is it Ron? Isn't that his name? Ron's Isn't that a cartoon? You know. Yeah. All right. Unstoppable. Have you but never seen a good looking cartoon? Did you know that Ron Stoppable is actually yeah, like um, Corey's brother from Boy Meets World? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eric. Will Friedel, whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric Matthews. Underpants. <laughs> Feeny. <laughs> Feeny. <clears throat> so the house Feeny's elf. seen that show. We just watched it last night. I watched my first episodes of Boy Meets World. The house elf didn't take any notice to the others in the room, so it seemed. And he shuffled around the room, muttering under his breath. And I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> Unlike before. <laughs> Smells like a drain and a criminal to boot. But she's no better nasty old blood traitor with her brats messing up my mistress's house. Oh, my poor mistress. If she knew, if she knew the scum they've let into her house, what would she say to old creature? Oh, the shame of it. Mudblood <laughs> and werewolves and traitors and thieves, poor old creature. What can he do? You make me think of Winnie from... Uh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like that I couldn't see your face. All I saw was the book. <laughs> so uh, Fred's like, 
Hey, Greger, what up, boo? Just kidding. He's just like, hi, Greger. <laughs> so now we know his name. Although, did we hear it before in this chapter? Because I don't remember. It's kind of that day. Um, and he seems, he, he, he being creature, seems a little surprised that they're there, allegedly. And says so while he's also calling um, him, him being Fred, a nasty little brat of a blood traitor. <laughs> and then George is like, uh, what'd you say? And he responds with nothing. And then calls George, it's twin. Unnatural little beasts they are. Unnatural. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're redheads. I don't know. He just doesn't seem to like a lot of people, you know? So yeah. Harry doesn't really know what to do with this turn of events. Is he supposed to laugh? Is he not supposed to laugh? Um, so Creature turns around and then he gets to Hermione, who he also says not nice things about. <clears throat> Basically, he calls her mudblood, as we all know. And then Creature then mentions to himself that there's a new boy, but he doesn't know who he is. So Hermione, being Hermione, tells him it's Harry Potter. Uh, but Creature's not pleased that Hermione is talking to him like they're friends. What would his mistress say about that? She would not like it. Nope. No green eggs and ham for that little guy. <laughs> I don't like green eggs and ham. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Ron and Ginny <laughs> tell him not to call Hermione a mudblood, which I appreciate both of them being like, bro, don't call her a mudblood. Except you said without the bro. Super bro. <clears throat> but Hermione dismisses it because Creature isn't in his right mind. Fred disagrees. Creature knows exactly what he is saying. Creature then is like, whoa, that's Harry Potter. He's got that scar and everything. He's the one that stopped the Dark Lord. But how'd he do it? Or he's like, <laughs> Creature's in there. Whoa, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like one of those 90 infomercials for like a kid's toy on Nickelodeon. Whoa, man. It's <laughs> Harry Potter. I think it's funny that Fred, I think it's Fred responds and is like, yeah, we're all wondering that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so what does Creature even want? And, you know, he's cleaning. But Sirius comes in right at that moment and says, that's a likely story. Creature sees Sirius, throws himself into a low bow, and Sirius tells him to stand up straight and tell him what he's doing exactly. He's cleaning. He lives to serve the noble house of black. Although, Chapter. Sirius says, it's getting blacker by the day. It's filthy. Just <clears throat> a couple, sir. So, Creature <laughs> continues talking under his breath, saying that Sirius is an ungrateful swine who broke his mother's heart. But Sirius claims that she didn't have a heart. She just lived on pure spite. Yeah. And then another quote from the book. <clears throat> what Master says, Master is not fit to wipe slime from his mother's boots oh my poor mistress what would she say if she saw creature serving him how she hated him what a disappointment he was and then Sirius tells him that he knows that creature claims that he's cleaning but really he's sneaking things into his room so they can't throw it out while they're actually cleaning <clears throat> and then creature's like i'm not doing that i wouldn't move anything that wasn't supposed to be moved his mistress would not be pleased if the tapestry was thrown away. It contains seven centuries of family on that thing, and Creature won't let anyone destroy it. <clears throat> Sirius, and that's like the family tree, basically, is what he's talking about. Sirius figured that's what he was going to say, and he's also sure that his mom put a permanent sticking charm on it, just like she did in her portrait, and she would do the same to the tapestry. But if she didn't, if on the off chance, Sirius is going to get rid of it too sweet. He also tells him to go away, and then Creature does, but he's still muttering while he leaves, and this is what he says. <clears throat> and I quote, He's back from Azkaban, ordering Creature around. Oh, my poor mistress. What should... Nope. 
What would she say if she saw the house now? Scum living in it. Her treasure's thrown out. She swore he was no son of hers, and he's back. They say he's a murderer, too. And then Sirius responds going, keep muttering, and I will be a murderer, said Sirius, <laughs> irritably. Then he slams the door, and then I was thinking, I wonder, like, I get that him and his mother don't have the greatest relationship, mm-hmm. but also, like, hearing this, I wonder how, like, if it still stings, you know what I mean? Is like as much as like they aren't have not been in each other's lives for years yeah. and years and years. For sure. Anger is always a secondary emotion. Yep. I just feel bad for him, you know? I mean, it all hug. stinks. And the way that he's treating him now, that one time where he tells creature to get out, mm-hmm. that's what does mm-hmm. serious in. He tells creature to get out and creature takes it literally and gets out. And yeah. where does he go? Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Sad, super sad. <clears throat> I mean, this is just more of a constant reminder of Sirius being where he doesn't want to be and not yeah. following his own quotes. Yeah, yeah, treating your yeah, own. correct. What is it, inferiors or whatever? Correct. Yep. So then Hermione's back on her spew bandwagon, and she's like, "Again, <laughs> he's not in his right mind, and probably doesn't know that that we can hear what he's muttering." Uh, but you know he's been along for he's been alone for too long in that house with the portrait giving him orders most likely, and he's talking to himself. Um, and then Sirius is like, but basically he's he's never been good in his eyes. He's always the worst, you know, in Sirius's eyes. They never really got along. Um, and then she's like, well, maybe you can set him free. That would well, uh, but that would be bad. Sirius is like on more than one level. One, he knows too much about the order. And he also probably wouldn't be able to handle being freed. That would be a very big shock to his system. And he says it would probably kill him. He's like, you know, go tell him. See how he would react if you told him, like, you're free. He probably would freak out. Yeah. Well, let's... Every time I think about Creature in this moment, it makes me think of Seven. Because we see Creature here, and he does seem like he's out of his mind a bit. And rightfully so. When you're alone for that long with only someone's like copy of them in the form of a portrait, like you're not going to be okay. You are going to, you're going to, I mean, I talk to myself all the time, but you're going to talk to yourself. You're going to talk to the portrait. You know, you're going to keep doing things that you probably wouldn't do if others were around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Things, the stuff you do by yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like everybody's seeing him do all of these things that he's done for years and years and years. And it's kind of like being put like if you were put on an island and that's how he's behaving. But when we see him in seven, he's more with it. He's been around people. Mm-hmm. He's and if, especially when he comes back for the battle. Yes, ma'am. Think about Castaway uh, and yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you laugh at Tom. But honestly, like, that's how he is. Yeah, no, I think isolation like Mm -hmm. that is not good. But we do see him come back. I think he comes back. back. I think that's a good nod towards mental health. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to have support and people, like, nourishing positivity into your Mm -hmm. life. For sure. And and look, look at what he did for the trio. When they were treating him kindly, he, like, mm-hmm. was starting to tolerate, like, Hermione in a respectful Making way. And he was wearing his fresh towel and his ear hair was clean. And he was, like, making the food for them. And he was excited for them to come back after their trip to the ministry when they were trying to get the locket. And it's, like, we don't know what happened between 
um what's his name death eater yaxley yaxley getting through number 12 to creature showing up for the battle but i have to assume if creature showing up for the battle on the good side he must have been okay yeah yeah. Then okay, go like does he did he go somewhere? Did he lie to the Death Eaters about things and like pretend that he was still like I on the dark did. side? Kind you know what I mean? A long way. <clears throat> but it really does. You it know what showed, I mean? Like it does. It shows you exactly what it can do. Yeah. Like and not even just being like overly like doing crazy things, just saying nice words or like doing um small acts of kindness you know mm-hmm. what i mean like goes I, a long way i smiled at a student today when they looked like they were feeling bad like you know how you just make eye contact with someone and they looked like they were feeling down and i smiled at them and their whole body language changed mm-hmm. and their face lit up and i was like all right we're gonna get somewhere today it really makes all the difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it so doesn't boxed. take a lot of effort <laughs> on your part yeah curl your lips up it takes more effort to frown so yeah. unless you have a resting each face which i do I but do. still um i liked that someone let me find out in the chat who said it pointed out that um it might have been Vinny. Vinny says because they're talking about like molly and sirius and all that stuff and he's like it's also interesting that molly kills the person that kills sirius mm-hmm. say that again molly weasley yeah kills the person yeah that killed sirius yeah so what is that like a forgiveness thing? I think that she liked him more than. Of course she, she did. On. Of course yeah. she did. Yeah. I mean, we have to think about the time that they're living in. Everybody's yeah. on edge. Everybody's not going to be <coughs> completely 100% kind to one another. It's just when you're stressed out, me being one of those people and I'm trying to work on it when I'm stressed out, anything can make you like go off. You're more irritable. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I think too, cause they're talking about like, they are both very fierce protectors of Harry, but in their own ways, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, I think that that's something that Harry, cause he didn't grow up with people on his side mm-hmm. after his parents were di- died. His parents were killed. Um, mm-hmm. that he doesn't realize he's got like a massive amount of people that like truly love him and would die for him. Yeah. Totally off topic. Yay. Mara has a good point in the chat. She says, I don't want to say that Sirius's treatment of creature in any way, shape or form, but is I okay. Ha- is okay. But I have, but I've always believed that Sirius has PTSD and I suspect that being in the black house again is going to be a huge trigger, both consciously and unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And agree. creature is likely to be a trigger too. Of course. Well, especially with the things that he's saying mm-hmm. and, and how he well, took care of uh, Sirius's mother. And even mentioning yeah. like your mom, like you were such a disappointment to her. And like, right. as much as yeah. like, we don't know what's going through Sirius's head with all of these things. And back in the day when, you know, like he probably would be crying on James's shoulder being like, I like my mom said all of these horrible things to me. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's a horribly rough thing to go through. And then having it all brought up again with the creature telling him the things that like his mother said about him or says, or, you know, thinks and, and he didn't want that for himself. No. I like what Vinny adds to like at the end of the day, the only people to blame for Sirius's death is Bellatrix and Voldemort. Like, correct. That's true. Like they could have figured the connection out even without, like they could have done that without creatures help, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, sure he made it easier, but it probably still would have happened. Mm. Yeah. Lightning bolts. No. Yeah. Too bad. 
Here Let's comes call them something. Thunderbolts. No. A lightning. No. Very, very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny says, how many house cups do you think Slytherin won during Phineas's tenor? <laughs> I can totally imagine every year Phineas doing something similar to what Dumbledore did in Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, Facts. and he would probably smile at the rest of the houses and be like, When oh, I first read that, I was like, how many cups? Point. How many Slytherin cups? And I was like, trying to like, how thought many I thought it, no, I thought it was like a math <laughs> equation for a second. And I was like. I don't know. That's a lot of cups. I can't remember who said it, but I think maybe Ethan was talking about how he actually really appreciates Phineas as a Slytherin. And he could even be considered like a positive to Slytherin house because of all the help that he does end up doing for Harry in Deathly Hollows. And I'm like, I do kind of like that. He is definitely a Slytherin that does some good and shines a little bit of light. On Slytherin House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wish. Well, let's turn it out. Be right? A little nicer <laughs> about it. Like, everybody's, everybody's so. But Tiffany, you can only ask so much from Slytherin. Okay? Like you, All right. Take the what you can get. You right. would do it is different the way that everyone else would do it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone comes to the table with their own thing. Right, Gryffindor. They're helping in their own way. I'm just saying. We can't all be the same. Life would be boring. I'm just saying. Truth. We can't all be Gryffindors. God, you guys Life are so would be boring. boring, and I'd have nothing to complain about having <laughs> wrong colors. Someone answered that, like, what would you do if you were, like, another house? And I was like, I'd be probably real broke because <laughs> I'd be buying all the correct color merchandise. Yup. Ensign Tilly, Hufflepuff Sarah, asked, how many house cups? Oh, wait. What the heck did I just do? Did I copy-paste that on accident? Okay, here we go. Does a bogger take on the form of what Moody would see when he's standing in front of it when he looks to the floor? If not, what does it look like to him? That's true. Like, because he's seeing it, does he see it as his fear? Say it again. No, I think that the bogger has to see you in order for it to know. Okay. So I'm going to assume that it is still just a ditto. Right. Ditto. Ditto. Ditto Whatever that is, sure. (laughs) Um, Vinny says, what would a Bogart see in the mirror of Erised? A body, a.k.a. me, because <laughs> they want to be me. Um. <laughs> a solid form is what I think it would see. Mm-hmm. It would see itself being hugged. That's all it wants, guys. Do you think... <laughs> Aww, and some chicken wings. That's cute. <laughs> what? I don't know. I like it that. would Tacos. see another ditto hugging it. Two dittos. Two dittos with a little baby ditto. It would (laughs) see itself as just itself so that it never had to adapt to other people. Yeah, what if it never sees itself and it just sees its own reflection? Can you think about the fact that you have never seen your own face? I'm not talking about this. I talked about, I said this because they were talking about never being done with laundry the other day at work. I'm like, funny. I'm like, I was just having this conversation. I'm like, also, I'm like, you've never seen your own face. And the nurse was like, what about when you look in the mirror? I'm like, you're looking at a reflection of yourself. Like you've never seen your own face. She's like too deep of a conversation. Sarah, Cause it's like <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning. It's like, sorry. These mm. are things I think. Lisa Rawls. What creature would throw the best rave? Doxies, <laughs> Cornish pixies, house elves, goblins, pixies, or any pixies. that you can think pixies. of. Yeah, for sure. Pixies. Pixies for sure. Do you think see of a them pixie jamming party. on that dragon? Yeah, Damn think about them in the banging the on a trash can. Deathly hol- <laughs> the Deathly Hollows. Drumming the on defense against light. the dark arts class. Yeah, I think a pixie party would be perfect. Hanging Neville from the ceiling. Mm. Why is it Poor always dude. me? Why is it always me? Ethan asks, if you were a degenerate <laughs> such as Dung, what would you choose to do in the Wizarding World to make your 
ill-gotten gains. I would sell fingers and knock her <gasps> I was almost going to be like rotten, <laughs> moldy fingernails. <laughs> My specialty. Painted I would, ones. I would want to deal in like magical creatures. <laughs> Dragon dung. I would breed Appaloosa Puffskins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have things, but I don't want to say them, so I won't. Oh, okay. But mm. I probably would want to be in charge of something, so I'd be running the show. You'd be like head of the mob? Yeah. Yeah. You do my bidding, and you do my bidding. Give me all the money. Yeah. I think I'd be good at that. Okay. Did we pronounce her name Kala or Kayla? Kayla. Kayla. Kayla says, if you had to have <laughs> a Richard Gilmore sized portrait of somebody in your house, who would it be? Personal or Potter? Taylor um, Swift. My cat. Both of them. Gigantic. Miss Woosh. Does it have to be a person? No. Mm. No. I would probably have. Um, creature no i would either have like um you'd have bb8 no i'd have a (laughs) landscape i'd either have like my grandma's house like a like a big picture of that or like a picture um from like one of the beaches in ireland i've been to something something nice and calming especially if it's moving a nice beach picture would be nice i like that Lisa Rouse asks, I'm super interested in Molly and Sirius's relationship. Why is she so hard on him? It's not like they have a past. Could one of her brothers have been like him, reckless, impulsive, mm. prone to danger? And she's trying to save Sirius because she couldn't save her brothers? Or is it just old, good old dislike? Somebody brought up in the chat earlier. I don't think she dislikes him. About how she had read for years and years and years and years mm-hmm. that he was a murderer. And we know that Molly really likes her daily profit before, mm-hmm. you know everything yeah comes out in the open so they thought that maybe she still kind of associates i can't remember who it was um whoever in the discord chat said this please speak up or type up um that maybe she still like associates him with that and maybe being like crooked like a criminal in a way kim valle i that i kind of think that part of it is she's very fiercely protective of her children and Harry for her is one of her kids. They don't I want was say them to thousand, see anything that's a thousand not percent has to do abiding. with Harry with Sirius being Harry's godfather yeah. and Sirius feeling like he has some sort of control over Harry when Molly feels like she has all the control over yeah. him. I don't think she dislikes him. I think she's yeah. just butting um, heads, butting it's, heads. They're yeah. both. Didn't we, didn't we discuss that They're both Scorpios. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're just butting heads and they both, at the end of the day, want what's best for Harry. They just think it's different. And I think that Molly um, might be a little jealous of Harry, like wanting that relationship. And I I don't think, I don't think Harry realizes like how much, like, I think he knows that like, obviously Ron's parents, like Molly cares about him, but like, I don't know if he believes that she, like that's her son. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he believes that yet. Um, but like she, he knows that like Sirius has always been in his life mm-hmm. even before he knew. So I think yeah. that's just hard for Molly. Um, as Ensign Tilly says, I gave that kid a Weasley sweater. He's now a Weasley. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Mara asks, "What product do you want from the twins?" Ooh, a pygmy bleed. puff. Yeah, I want a pygmy puff. Sure, I'll take one of those too. But I'll get the nosebleed nugget so I can get out of things. <laughs> Or the vomiting one, because you know what? I could uh, use it at work. The vomiting one so that I could go home from work. Yeah. Faux show. I would use it at a very specific time so I don't cr- get points for leaving. But for sure. And I would do it like we're not super visible, but like 
Maybe in the nurse's station. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, she's going home. Bye. (laughs) Uh, Mara also asked, if Harry had given you a thousand galleons to help you start a joke shop, what product would you love to create? What would I create? Something Mm. real funny. Hmm. Maybe um, a notebook that would tell you knock knock jokes. Or a piece that's of wood awesome. that would tell you knock knock jokes. Get it? Knock You'd knock have jokes. to knock on it and then it would tell you the joke. Oh, it's a piece of wood. Yeah. I like that. <coughs> yeah, I like what that. would I make? <coughs> Does it have to be a joke? No. But something like fun, you know? Like yeah. a deck of cards that like is always changing. That could be cool and frustrating at the same time. Hmm. I would create a temperature controlled outfit so that I'm never hot and I'm never cold. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. I love that. No, I'm being serious. Like, <laughs> I know I sounded like a snot, but, but I meant that was cool. I'm like, th- I said it that way because I can't think of anything and you guys are like rolling these right off your tongue and I'm like, mm. ooh going off of you a cup that is always my perfect temperature for oh. beverages oh. that's good because mm-hmm. i don't have anything see that's why i was like that's cool Ooh, how about a cup that like it'll look like katie's favorite thing when she sees it but it's actually like something real gross oh, and it would look like your because it's a joke shop you gotta do funny things oh. it's true trickery that's funny <laughs> i feel personally attacked I'm not Regina Georgia, right? Pesha says, this is personal, but was there a time when someone treated you poorly but owned up to it and apologized? Yeah. I'm sure. I yeah. can't think of anything <sighs> specifically right now, but I'm sure. I had a friend um, recently who was text. mad at me. No, not mad at me. My friend and I got in a fight when we were kids. And um, she hit me. And I'm like, so like, whatever. She hit me and I like laughed and went back to my house because she lived like four doors down. Um, and her dad yelled at me. And then he had to come in to apologize because he's like, I didn't know because I didn't say anything to him when he yelled at me. Um, he had he came to apologize. He's like, I didn't know she hit you. And I was like, yeah, she did. He's like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, da, da, da. I was like, yeah, you should be like, bye. Did you really say, yeah, you should be? No, but I did say when he was like, um, she didn't tell me or like, I didn't know she hit you. And I was like, yeah, she did. And then he like apologized. And I was like, thanks. I thought and, like, of a, moved on. I thought of a product. Be some like a potion you drink to talk to animals. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. Nice. That's really cool. I would do that all the time with with Iggy. <gasps> what if it was like a combos? potion that would do crazy things to your hair, like make it move? Ooh, like Medusa. Ooh. <laughs> or what if it was like a potion that you would drink that would make your hair do like, you know, if you're like really excited, it's all going to shoot up. Or if you're really sad, it's just going to be like, wah, 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 like be sad, like little teardrops or something crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I want weeping willow hair. hair. Or like if you're in love, tear. like say you're like on a date with a person and you're like God, i'm really vibing and then your hair just is like whoop there's a heart and then they know i'm vibing you're vibing <laughs> i mean i should just open a joke shop i mean well yeah you need some magical things though i have magical things my whole life's magical you're not you're wrong ready. you're not wrong all right we have two more and then fan story get it lisa rawl says voldy versus winifred sanders who would win she thinks i feel voldy would go into his big monologue and winnie would just zap him with her lightning powers for sure i was totally gonna give it to winnie yeah agreed she'd probably get real annoyed they both you know? waste time though that's true but i think winnie would have the, the i edge. think voldemort would start it and she'd be like you just need to not 
zippity zap. Can they you just don't maybe talk? She back. would just turn Voldemort into a cat. No, they would oh. literally talk each other to death. <laughs> maybe they'd fall in love, and she's the new Bellatrix. Whoa, blew my mind. They back. <laughs> Kayla, last one. Uh, would you rather spend a day with Umbridge in her creepy office or with Creature at number twelve? Creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I'd like to clean that house and see what's going How on. How satisfactory would that be, though? Yes. I, I think done. that there yes. would be less blood involved if you were with Creature. I need the carpet to not poof. Dust yeah, poof. get a vacuum in there. And if you treat him nice, we know what happens. Yeah, what's the spell for that? Vacuumo. Vacuumus. <laughs> Vacuumus. <laughs> Vacuumosucko. <laughs> Vacuumosucko. Suckoupo. <laughs> Suckoupo. <laughs> That's that also sounds like something from like the nineties, like Rocco's Modern Life, <laughs> the Suckomatic. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did finish watching that movie. Hmm? The Rocco's Modern Life had a movie come out this past year. Oh, I didn't see it. I told you about it. Are you even a fan? That's great. Okay. Are you even a fan? I have them all on DVD. You're As not a, a matter fan. of fact, she's not a fan. She is a human being. Do you want to hear about a fan? Story? I do. Yeah. I do. Hannah. If it's not if it's not a Gryffindor delete Did it you though. Know? <laughs> Hannah's name forwards and backwards is Hannah. Truth. Let's that is a just palindrome. From Jerez to Hannah. Let's hear your story. So this comes from Hannah Bosian. I hope I said that right. My name is Hannah and I'm a high schooler in Washington, DC. My mm-hmm. mom and I read the Harry Potter books when I was in second grade and I instantly fell in love with the magical world. I reread the books way too many times, and my younger sister and I are completely hooked. My favorite book is The Order of the Phoenix, and my favorite quote is, but I am the chosen one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a proud Hufflepuff. Woo, woo, woo. And my Patronus is a shrew, which is gross. And my favorite yeah. character is Sirius. <laughs> when I first read the Harry Potter series, I loved it, but I never truly appreciated the complexity and creative storyline. Every single detail fits so perfectly together without being far-fetched. I read a little bit of the series every night before I went to sleep. Oh, wait. Yeah, before I went to sleep. And this is so, curse word, embarrassing, but I used to create myself as a character in the book. That is not embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. I was a daughter of one of the weird sisters who was friends with the Weasley twins. That's awesome. You need to write a fan fiction. For real. I love listening to your podcast because you remind me of my friends and I. In my spare time, I watch a lot of comedy dance and i just got certified to teach dance to kids with disabilities that's awesome Awesome. growing up in dc has made me a political junkie and a regular junkie there's an snl reference i'm sorry if you don't get it (laughs) and i always wonder how politics and religion is implemented in the wizarding world Mm -hmm. i love listening to your podcast when i do my homework as it is a fun way to get stuff done also this is random but you guys were recently talking about 23 and me and i got one i got one done and it said i am 99.3 percent you can know Ashkenazi. how to say it. Yeah, Ashkenazi. Thank you. Wait, what? I said it wrong. Ashkenazi. Thank you. There you go. Jewish. With the rest being Middle Eastern. That's cool. cool. Thank you guys for making my week when I found your podcast. I've learned to not be ashamed about being myself and to love myself from my big Jewish nose to my love for the wizarding world to my passion for helping those who are less fortunate, fortunate than myself. I'm sorry this is too long. Don't ever apologize. Um. Thanks again, Hannah. P.S. I love your Midwestern <laughs> accent. <laughs> Me and my bagel don't have an accent. Your bagel. bagel. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Toledo. Toledo. Hannah, thank and you so Tony much. Pacos. Tony Pacos. Yes. Thank you so much for your story. And I love it wasn't it. too long, and you're amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I, love I think it. that I'm like 0.1% Jewish. Some of my family oh, is. My I'm not. Marty <laughs> is. Mine always my changes. <clears throat> my uh, percentage of English has gone up. 
Oh, we're getting more English by the day. I know. Cheers. I think that I'm officially more English than Polish. Whoa. So. Mm. I'll take it. Also, a shrew totally isn't gross. Have you seen a sand shrew? Those things are freaking cute. I don't know what any I of these things are. I am more sand into shrew. sand When I hear a shrew, I think of an old like, woman. Pretty cool. But sand shrews like <laughs> adorbs. Oh. I mean, I have a vole, so. I don't know what my password is. Voles are cool. <laughs> That's why I you got a just new phone. do face ID. Hey, Maggie. Oh, so you can follow us on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and also join our group, which is amazing. Swish and Flick Podcast group. We also have a support group, which is really cold, called Swisher Support. It's really cold. It's really cool. Put a blanket on. Chilly in there. Yep. Sometimes, depending on the topic. <laughs> I don't know. Your mouth. Um, <laughs> I, do? I look. I gave you the look and you went. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Where? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> We're on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at Swish Flickcast. And you can support us on Patreon if you would be so inclined at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Swish Flickcast. That is where you can gain access to our lovely Discord channel and our lovely hangouts every month and our lovely Phoenix Plus boxes mm-hmm. that are almost finished. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And the I don't care to edit that because I don't like listening to that. So thank you so much to all of our current patrons. Uh, You're the best. And we get to do what we get to do. Thanks to you. That that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Is this coming out in February? Um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. February. Coming out next weekend. You can announce who you're going to donate the. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Let me find it. So. I am up first for choosing our next donation. Let's find it. So every month, yep. we are going to give a dollar per patron to a charity of the first four months will be us. We're each going to choose. Well, technically, <clears throat> the the very we gave money in uh what month is january today? to january. wildlife warriors yeah and then the next four months are gonna right. be us picking it and then we'll let you guys we'll give like a handful and we'll, we'll let do you like guys a poll pick. yeah mm-hmm. where you guys want money to go to what S- month is today that's what you said <laughs> 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 what did Tootie say then one day it's like i was this year's old when i found that out i'm like you mean you were today you're like oh yeah <coughs> i don't know what these kids say so where's it going so I wanted to do something that was local to Cleveland and Cleveland's kids, because obviously that's something that I'm really passionate about. And I asked my principal and she said the organi- organization is called Esperanza. So apparently they are a great partner with a large school district in Cleveland and the community at large. So that's where our next donation is heading. Awesome. Nice. awesome. That's yeah. cool. Good pick. Yeah, so it's definitely on behalf of us, but it's also on behalf of our patrons. We would never in a million years be able to give like this if if this podcast wasn't here and if we didn't have everyone's support. So for sure, definitely know that your money is being used toward good things, good, good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are we talking about ourselves now? Yeah. yeah. Always. Well. I'm just so amazing. I'm Tiffany. 
Mary and Marty. He's My like name's great. Tiffany, and I'm a really cool Gryffindor, and I like to roar a lot. No. Um, I don't know. What am I doing? We're going to go skiing soon. Well, or have we already gone skiing? No, I'm not no. going skiing. That's I'm what going. I'm talking about. I'm going. Be skiing. I'm going for the um, grapes that have been turned <laughs> into <Fermented. juice. laughs> adult juice. Um, you guys will be there now. Oh, okay. hot, hot tubbing and drinking hot. wine. Yeah, so it's going to be a nice little way to relax. Um, yeah. I decided that I need to start reading physical books. So I picked up my Star Wars book that is, um, I believe it's four, five, and six. So I'm going to read that novelization so I can get some deets that aren't in the movies. And I don't know why I'm talking so slow, but I don't know. I'm just... Trying to get my dishes done every day, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, I oh my hear god. you. I'm just, trying I know. To, I'm just trying to not have an excess amount of things. Sarah and I went through my clothes, and I am giving three garbage bags full to um, somebody I work with. I'm proud of you. That's hard. It is hard. I know. I mean, She's I lobby. I literally could comb through and probably give more away. I literally well. was telling her, I'm like, you. I'm like, I've never seen you wear it. Get rid of it. Get rid of that. Yeah. You need someone like that in that moment. You know, oh what that's, God, why yeah. her, that's, that's why I asked her. That's why I asked her to be the up there. worst with I'm it. Really I'm like, bad. Katie, get rid of this. Because like you think you're going to wear it. You're like, oh, what if I need it for blah, blah, blah. But no, you're not. I can be like if I'm in the mood, I can almost be disastrously, dis- disastrously good at it to the point where like I had a baby shower um, at my house and I didn't want to wear like a dress because my knew my feet were going to be cold because I didn't want to wear socks with the dress. Like, it would have looked dumb. So I put pants on. I had no <laughs> nice shirts. I'm like, I have nothing that can go with this. Because I got rid of them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is great. I can't wear anything. Yeah. But I got rid of stuff that, like, wasn't my style anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, it still fit me and I liked it. But my style, I mean, your style changes as you get older. And um, I told Sarah, I'm going to try and not buy things with, like, words on them. I, yeah, Katie and I actually just splurged and bought, like, a set of neutral colored shirts just plain. So that we have like a set of neutral plain shirts. Yeah. Because like I don't need something that says dog mom on it anymore. A Harry Potter sweatshirt. That's different. This is different. (laughs) Well, that's my biggest thing is like I have so much swish and flick stuff that like I'm not a jeans and t-shirt wear. Like that's just not me. Um, And I have a lot of them. And I'm like, I can't get rid of this. Like it's my own merchandise. So I'm like, don't. Don't don't give me stuff anymore. I did give away <laughs> don't those, give me stuff. the pride yes. tees that were like not soft. I got rid of those. I got rid of that. Oh, yeah, because we, they weren't soft. Because we, I feel bad getting t-shirt. rid of it. I They're not too, soft. But I, I know, but like I have them. this thing in my head. Like, so I was in a sorority, and my friend, my best friend, was also in the same one, and she's like, "No, like you're not supposed to give anything like away. Like you're supposed to give it back to like the sorority. Like if you don't, if you want to get allegedly, I don't know how true this is, but this is what she was telling me." So, like, I, it's uh, ingrained in my head that, like, you can't get rid of Swish stuff. Like, <clears throat> I only got rid of it because the, they're it. not soft. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll sleep in anything. Ethan the said record, that. Yeah, go for it, Katie. We got, we're, they're with a new company now. So, they yeah. are soft. So yeah. Soft yeah. That was the first time around. So. Yeah. Um, Ethan said, I'm getting super buff, so none of my clothes fit my muscles anymore. There's so much truth in that. It's outrageous <laughs> no but i have been lifting consistently i think i'm on the fourth week of my program and i don't want to sound too gym headed you know what i'm saying but the 
the shoulder pumps have been real lately. <laughs> so I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, oh I'm just God. really excited. Um, I am making a lot of progress and I'm seeing a lot of progress, which is really, really cool. That's Sweet. all I have. We've talked about me way too long. Go. I agree. Um, now let's go back to me for a second, just for Sarah. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now when this is out, will be February. So Katie and I will be picking new books and we'll be finished with our January books by then. I read some today. So did I. Um, so the next book that we're reading for February is a book that was turned into a movie. And I decided that I'm going to read Little Women because I've never read it. There you go. I said one and now I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure if you <coughs> officially picked one yet. Send me some recommendations. They just did in the What's Discord the chat. for it? A book, a book that, that has turned been turned into, into a movie. movie. That I haven't read before. Uh, Harry oh. Potter. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. The weekend that this episode comes out, grown-up kids will be back on. Mm-hmm. Guess who's back? And actually, the second episode, when this one comes out, the second episode is The Sword in the Stone. I'm excited about that one. I love that movie. I haven't watched that movie movie in so long. It's so good. What am I going to be back on for? I don't know. We added... So, we made an executive... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Katie. That Simon book. Oh, that's right. Such a good movie. I know. I want to read the book. So, we made the executive decision with Katie's Uncle Drew that we are adding in all of the Star Wars films uh, and all of the Marvel films because five Marvel films were not associated with Disney either. So like Iron Man 1 and 2 weren't on the list, but Iron Man 3 was. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk dumb. about Iron Man 3 and not Iron Man 1 and 2. So we're adding yeah. them. What's mm. happening? So we also made understand. the decision to add in all of the Star Wars films. Iron Man's so good. you guys can be on for those. Okay. What's a Star War though? But we've got a while. It's like that's in like ten years from where we're at. What year are you in? Sixty three. Okay. <laughs> More than ten years. Jimmy. What came out in seventy something? Seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah. That's a lot of movies. But not really, honestly. Like if you no? think about it, because so like we were going through the list to add these in, mm. and when we were in the early years, it was like five movies came out that year, F- six, four, five, like. But then you get to like the 90s and then it's like 20 movies came out in a year. It's just insane. Like the growth. The mm. 90s. Yeah. That was a big yeah. Disney boom. Or like even like compared to now too. It's like how many Disney movies are coming out in a year. God, how many uh, live action, you know, yeah. right. whatever's. Oh my God. Also, speaking of live action. Did you see? We watched Lady and the Tramp. That's not what I was talking about. Cute. So. Did you cry? Good. For Lady and the Tramp? Yes. Don't act confused. Did I? I, I haven't watched it yet. Oh my! I don't know if I did. Oh, but it's so cute. Weepy, weepy, weepy. What were you gonna ask me, Mulan? No, Bambi. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't know. And Marty's like, that's gonna be I really don't sad. See that. I know. Yeah, that's gonna be sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, X Men is not included in the grown up kids list. That's not Marvel. It's um. I don't know what it is. It's something else. Isn't it DC? DC? Yeah. And Disney doesn't own that. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? But we're not adding in like all the Fox movies and like all the Touchstone movies. And when did they acquire that? Recently? Uh, yeah, like we're no, like we're not doing. That's, that. We that's made an executive much. decision with only Star Wars and like the five Marvel Avengers series. So like Captain America, Hulk, Thor, and that then the two Iron the Man one. that tied into the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um. 
okay, yeah, sorry, I didn't know X-Men is Marvel, apparently. I have no idea. But, no, I don't believe that X-Men's on the list. And I don't know. Well, I don't know the owned. supers. Like, <laughs> it's weird. Like, the whole, all the way, like, it's who owns what. Um, like, they own even, like, specific characters, I think. Like, some people do. So, like, when when Ryan Reynolds was making Deadpool, oh, he yes, really wanted, yeah. I forget what that girl's name is, like, her, her character's name is. And he had to, like, do like because they however he was making it they didn't own it like dc or marvel or whomever owned it owned the character's name and like the rights to the character mm-hmm. and he's like no i have to have her in my movie because like that's a perfect name like she's a perfect character like i have to have her so he like did some back business you know to get there's the weird some things with the things. contracts yeah. and stuff too because like universal has a bunch of the marvel yeah that's still at their park yeah and like they're it's very confusing how long are they going to keep that there? Are they going to take that down? They have to be allowed to keep it. That's in the contract. So it's staying. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like changed for the big new park. No. Mm. They can't add anything, correct? No, no they can't no. add. Okay. They can't add, but they are not required to take away. Not to be a Debbie of any kind, but that part of Universal, oh, every time I've been there, is dead yeah it sucks that's because harry potter's there and nobody cares about the rest of it well they need to make jurassic park better i mean they are are, are, but like i don't know i've never been impressed with it i hear you yeah i'm so excited Mm -hmm. for epic universe uh it's gonna be really awesome what new Potter thing are they going to add? We don't know. Are, am I allowed to talk now? Is it my turn? I mean, I don't really know. Katie never really talks. <laughs> no, we're looking for a new apartment, and we're excited. And we think we found one, yeah. and I love When can it. you move? Not until, like, June or July. Why are you looking? Because we've been burned last time. We don't want to, like, yeah, I'm not have messing them run around. out of a spot or something. Okay. This far in advance? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Especially be because July game, is, like, literally the busiest time of the year to move. Yeah, because yeah. mm. it's nice out. <laughs> Realistically, we sh- like we can't really put our name anywhere till probably like April, April, May. Mm. But we just want to look now. But at least we know time. what we want. We found a place, and I'm so excited. Well, I hope you get it. Thanks. Now you can talk. Okay, I have two things to say. First, I'm gonna talk about something sad because I want to talk about Kobe Bryant. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, so man. when we're recording this, it just happened yesterday that um, he and several other people were killed. <clears throat> in a helicopter crash. Um, and I completely forgot, because I'd seen him on something, that he was a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people uh, were pointing that out. Yeah, and he used to, and still, like, with his um, three-year-old, he would uh, play Hedwig's theme to put his kids to sleep. That's um, perfect. Yeah. I believe he was a Slytherin. Yeah, he's made a lot of, like, Harry Potter references and mm-hmm. interviews and stuff in the past, too. Mm-hmm. And he, like, um, wrote a book and, like, drew on kind of like reading Harry Potter because it's like I believe like a wizard book that he wrote um but it's just super sad that everyone um it's terribly tragic yeah I was like really like I don't normally get up like it's sad when people die and like if I don't know them Mm -hmm. um I've never cried why like hearing like a celebrity died I cried a lot when Luke Perry died don't ask me why it was very sad I never met him Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like I like I watched Riverdale a ton um, and still have not watched it be, like since he died. Like mm. I have not finished it. I cried um, when I was watching the news and they were talking about Kobe. Yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was so, so sad. sad. I didn't I cry, but it was it was very it's sad when the news broke. To his think daughter about was that. on there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just well, it's heartbreaking. I wish our news would uh, oh not report things before they have all the facts. Just and, saying, and yeah. the before news, the family knew. Well, yeah, yeah before the family knew. A TMZ sucks. Correct. Two, they cut into the Pro Bowl. Okay, they cut into the Pro Bowl and announced that all four of his daughters were on there with him. They had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Why would they do that? Somebody yeah. lost their job yesterday. I hope. Or a bunch of yeah. somebody. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. my my um, heartfelt like thoughts and prayers are with everyone that was on board and their families because um, that's just a tragic loss. Mm-hmm. And I everyone can't. that was affected, you know, it's just so it's just so sad, you know, and it kind of mm-hmm. makes you think that, um, you know, life is short, life is precious. So, mm-hmm. you know, hug your loved ones and. It really is a like people. A bunch of people were posting yesterday. Like it's a privilege coming back to your house at the end of the day. It is absolutely, um, and like not just them. You know, there's people going off to war and they don't come home, or you know, they're just going to work and they don't come home. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel, I really feel for the people who weren't on that helicopter who lost family. I yeah. can't imagine yeah. being Vanessa Bryant right now. Yeah. I can't imagine being the two kids that lost their sister, mom, and dad. Yeah. I can't imagine being the husband that lost his wife and they has three or four kids yeah. that their mom didn't get to come home. Yeah. Like, and they were just traveling to go play basketball. Like, yeah. just crazy. Yeah. It's very sad. So my, our hearts are out to them um, and to everyone. And, you know, a lot of his f- friends were players. And I think that's something like in basketball, you think that there's a lot of rivalries between the guys, but there's not, there's not like, if you listen to them talk, they talk about like how they're texting each other, you know, behind the scenes. And like, they're all really good friends. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and to everyone that went and played yesterday, like props Howard, to, yeah. yeah. Like that, yeah. that takes a lot of, um, they've postponed the Lakers game on Tuesday. Yeah, they're yeah, not playing. Yeah. Did they? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Mark Cuban also said that nobody for the Mavericks would ever wear the number 24 again Yeah, yeah. in honor of Kobe. So every time you shoot something, whether it's trash into a trash can or your laundry into a hamper, and there's a whole generation of us that know this, and when you shoot that shot and you say, Kobe, don't stop that. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. Just hug your loved ones a little tighter today, and I'm going to talk about something that's not going to make me cry. Do <clears> it. So my other things that I've been doing, uh, school has started. Um, that's fun, and you know, but not because it's school. <laughs> um, but I just realized, and I knew this last year, that the show that I used to watch when I was like, my brother pointed out it came out almost 20 years ago, and I was like, that's not true. Um, and they I redid it. It was Fruits Basket, so it's an anime um, and a manga, but I don't think I ever read it. Um, to be honest with you, I might've read some of them, but I used to watch it like all the time with my sister and her best friend. Um, and they are redoing it. And so the first season was out and I literally watched it like in less than 24 hours. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I'm glad they got most of the people that did the voices back 20 years ago. Cause I've watched that several times. Um, so I'm grateful they got most of like, um, like the main character, her name is Toru. So like Toru and Kyo and Yuki, those are like the three main people. Basically. I'm glad that they have the same people. Cause I said to my sister, I'm like, if they didn't, I'd be very upset. Um, so I watched that. I really enjoyed it. And now I'm rewatching Inuyasha. So fun anime things. Yay. Things That's cool. You didn't know about Sarah. Yeah. I'm not like, don't, I don't, I'm not crazy about stuff. Cause like I watch what my sister watched when I was a kid. Um, and then I have to ask her a million questions. Like I've watched some in Yasha. I've never watched the entire thing. 
and then I have to annoy my sister because I'm like, so what happens here? And what's this? And I don't remember that. I also do the same thing with Doctor Who. Um, but fun fact, the very first fan fiction I ever read was an Inuyasha fan fiction that they printed out like 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> More than, no, it's a lie. I've read Less a couple than. Fruits Basket. I, I wish... really, really enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I read good. a Legend of Zelda fanfic about like a war in Hyrule, like Ocarina of Time like type thing where like everybody came out and like fought Ganondorf and Ganon. And I wish I knew. <laughs> oh, I printed it and everything. And I don't know. I don't know where it's at. Just ask our listeners because they found that Ron and Hermione fanfic that I was obsessed with. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I also used to watch Sailor Moon all the time and it's now on Hulu. Um, so I might watch oh that God. too. But I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait for like season two of Fruits Basket to come out because like where it ended in the original show is like roughly where it first season ended and there's at least like two or three more seasons or two more seasons I think so I'm very excited I'm like I want to see what I know I mean I looked it up I know what happens because I had to know um but I enjoy it so if you like it's like a good show there's like weird things I was like watching and Tiffany's like don't even talk to me about it because it was like (laughs) (laughs) because like it's part of like the the Soma family is cursed it is not my thing um it's so good like, they were talking do about you want it or something so funny and i was like no don't even try to explain anything so to me. they um <laughs> so my favorite character is kyo i just love him and when we watched this originally so like when i was like 11 um <laughs> he had this black and white bracelet where like in the new show it's kind of like black and red um like beads and Bridget, myself, and Maya, which is Bridget's best friend, made the bracelets because we wanted to like be like Keo, <laughs> whose like spirit thing is the cat. And so like he he would wear it. And I remember I made like because we had extra beads. I made a and bl- not a blade. I made a necklace out of it. And my grandma was like, "Oh, Sarah, that's so cute. You should go into jewelry making." But I didn't want to be like, "No, grandma." Like I stole this design from like, <laughs> this anime character that I like loved. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. So, yeah, it's a good show. It's on Hulu if you got it. And other things. Funmation, I think, is, like, the actual thing or something. But <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of, like, I rewatched some of it last night because I couldn't sleep. And then I started watching Inuyasha again. I got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. But no. I mean, school, skiing, wine, fun times. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. So that was the first half of chapter six. So when we come back next time, it will be the second half, mm-hmm. which is yeah, it will. full of Allegedly. details, full of details. So for the greater good, oh. nobody wants to. Okay. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> Road trip with the I new mean, pupper. A dog is worth it. Correct. Sing something. Something. Petrus sing something. Me, 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 me. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And this is what he's muttering under his breath. Except for the filthy rag tied. Nope, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> None of, none of this.
this is a quote. <laughs> it's a quote from the book, <laughs> but not from <laughs> This is what happens when I've been up since 4.30 or 4.45 for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bye. 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 Hope you join us on Discord. Bye. Goodbye. I say goodbye to you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.